Welcome, dear faithful, to the podcast that dives into the sabotage, betrayal, and murder of the current season of The Traders. We are your Trader Joes. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode. We are here to recap episode four of The Traders U.S. season two. And uh, we're living. Girl, live. (laughs) Taken off taken off and girl we live but someone will die in this episode before we get started what's your joe today my fellow joes what are we having uh my joe is joe ice joe Ice my joe. joe is also joe hot goddess. joe featuring goddess yeah featuring okay goddess. goddess and the gross hair <laughs> yes i've never sh- will you believe that we have never gone <laughs> oh <my laughs> to, to any goddess and to not the same but to any goat too. I've never gone to any of the goats, any of the oh, Stephanie Izzard different, goats. Different conglomerates, but... Different conglomerate, but Chicago... I would say faves. both at the top of my Chicago list, so we'll, yeah. when we have our live show, we'll go. Yeah. When we Take do you to our, the tourist spots. When we do the tour after the yeah, season, of course, absolutely. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And I also cool. have just a you shot have of, Joe? of Kona, Joe. Oh. who? If we ever did a tour, who's who do we have to have? Janelle. Guest. Janelle, Janelle, right? Yeah, so we got to go to Minneapolis. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think that could be an easy trip. I mean, Janelle and Tamara are are potting about the show. It's Tamara's pod is what I've seen. And Janelle was the first guest, which tells me that they might stick together for a minute. So that's good for me. It makes, I mean, we're going to talk about clicks a lot on this episode. Mm. But seeing that clip of them together makes me think, okay, like, this whole spinnerelli of of the Bravo Housewives versus the gamers, it feels like just something to ruffle the feathers. But I think people right. are going to see through it and work yeah, with people. At some point, we got to get we got to get over this. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's go ahead and get started. We're here to recap episode four. We're going to try something different. We're going to have a Joe kind of lead the convo for each of the mm-hmm. the main parts of a Traders episode, which is you know the breakfast shenanigans. Um, kind of like the first third and then the mission and post mission and then we're going to get to the round table and the traitor's turret um, we'll see how this goes we're trying something new every episode <laughs> yeah, we're, we're new we're evolving we're responding to feedback yeah absolutely okay take it away let's talk about let's talk about where we left off last episode which yes, was yes. the poison so, chest yeah. so we left off last, last episode uh, poverty was going from room to room, kind of figuring out who she could poison and therefore mm-hmm. murder uh, with the chalice. And, you know, looking at it again from this episode, I have a feeling this was a pretty long span of time because there's a yeah. couple scenes where Parvati's in the kitchen early and then she comes back to the she kitchen later back. and the group of people in there is mm-hmm. larger and they're more rambunctious. So I feel like this was over multiple hours. So mm-hmm. we kind of open with... Uh, Parvati in the kitchen and she kind of like saddles up near Ekin and Dan and she goes right in for Ekin and she gives her the chalice and Ekin I think has had probably a few beverages uh, at this point she's very loose and you know she's she's like very loose right yeah she's like when I get out of here I'm gonna know who the traitors are and I'm gonna F them up hard hard. (laughs) and you know she was really going for it and you know Dan and and, uh, Parvati are giving her these looks because they know what's about to happen essentially and sure enough she takes a sip from the chalice we get a replay of it and she is poisoned 
Ekansu is poisoned. Now, we were talking about leading into it. We had some options. I thought it was going to be one of the boys. I really thought that Mm -hmm. she was going to... She kept describing it as a Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. That I kept thinking she just went for someone that could easily do it. I didn't... And I think this is part of editing. We don't know the relationships that's going on, right? So, like, when she was like, I found Ekansu. She's the only option that I can do. I'm very close with her. I'm like, well, I wish I kind of saw... That. Yeah, we haven't anything about that. We haven't seen a lot between them up to this point, so it yeah, yeah that surprised me. And I almost wish could the episodes be longer just so we could see some of these friendships, but I also don't want that. <laughs> it's just enough with all the other things we it's have to just watch. Enough. Yeah, um, you know, and the last episode kind of left us her like walking towards Janelle, and I was really nervous about that aspect yeah. of it, obviously. So I'm relieved that it was that it was Ekansu, and I can really see Ekansu falling for this given her state. So that's kind mm-hmm. of the poisoning. Then we get a very small cut in saying that Deontay left the game mm-hmm. after the the events of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So. I was really surprised by this. I had a had a Me reaction too. to it. Um, and then I think after the episode aired, I saw a news story that, you know, where Deontay had interviewed and responded and said mm. that he chose to leave the game after that, I guess, second round table, it seems, around after episode three. Max. Yeah. Um, after Max's departure. Um, and basically saying that there the the experiences were drawing up a lot of past trauma that he had experienced. He didn't like think it was good for him and his mental health to be in the game, so he chose to leave. Um, and I, I was I really, yeah. That just proves that it's it's hard. I think people mm-hmm. give reality TV kind of the flack of like, well, you know, it's easy, quote unquote. But you need to kind of have a shift in your mindset to go into it and being game for everything. You know. Yeah, you really have to be ready for it. And we yeah. had talked last episode about how. Some of the things that Deontay was doing in response to people leaving or being banished were really showing that this was new for him and was really hard mm-hmm. for him the way he was taking it. So I'm glad that he did what he needed to do. And I also think the like post, you know, in like a different world, like the post reaction to him leaving is very different than someone who would have departed a show like 15 or 20 years ago when some of these right. people were on TV the first time. Like we didn't have a culture of discussion about issues like this. So I think it also right. says a lot about how we treat these topics now that people were really supportive and respectful of his decision to leave. But it's definitely sad to see him leave the game. I was a big fan. I thought he was, was really genuine. I thought he was building relationships. I thought he could have been around for a little while. So it was sad to see him go. I think he would have been, we talk about clicks in this episode. He would have definitely been in the faithful click where it's like, you are faithful by default. There is no chance in hell that you are a traitor. (laughs) And I think he could have gone really far. Um, yeah, he yeah, wasn't on. He's not radar. a target. He was not a target. He was not mm-hmm. on anyone's radar. So he could have could have just rode the middle to the mm-hmm. end potentially. But I will say it. It's hard because we switched them all to like celebrities, right? And so by not having someone who doesn't have this experience, by almost kind of singling someone out like Deontay, that that takes a toll. Because everyone was like, I know, it's just it's part of the game. Everyone mm, kind of yeah. has that understanding, but he really took it hard. So for sure. Yeah. So then, you know, we kind of quickly move on to the breakfast. And, you know, mm-hmm. since, since uh, you know, uh, uh, Ekansu got the poison, we don't know what's going to really happen here in terms of who's showing up for breakfast the next day. Yes. So 
in a, in a twist that we haven't seen before, the traders are the first ones to enter yeah. the breakfast room. So they get because kind of like a they private haven't talked. Little, yeah, <laughs> they kind of like a private little kiki moment where Phaedra just learns about who who got the chalice and Dan yeah. gets the confirmation as well. Uh, because he didn't know for sure that Ekansu was poisoned either. We get a confessional of Parvati saying that, or of Phaedra saying that Parvati isn't the most liked. And like, why would anyone <laughs> drink from the chalice, you know, that mm-hmm. she's holding? So we're kind of also getting this side image that like Phaedra and may not think the highest of Parvati, but we don't really see that play out we don't see it at all. all i think the only time i saw that tension was obviously when they were going out she was gonna try and give the the poison chalice to sheree and you know we see phaja kind of get sheree out of there <laughs> yeah. but yeah. then also that that clip of her being like it's not gonna be one of us right. sorry try again but yeah, it kind of took me for a surprise because this, the, you know, we'll get to the twist at the end of, of Phasia versus Parvati, but she, she says that the, like Parvati isn't liked and I, I, and yeah, it's one of these things like I, I wish I was seeing just a little bit more of people talking about her just so we can get up that. to, up to this point. I don't think we've heard a lot of confessionals or, or small conversations that put Parvati's name out. Totally. So wherever that discussion's happening, we're not seeing yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then, you know, they, they keep kind of rolling into breakfast. Janelle comes in and she says that she really wants Phaedra to stay. Like Phaedra mm-hmm. is her favorite of all the housewives, mm-hmm. which is interesting given what we just talked about, about uh, Janelle and Tamara really being, mm-hmm. you know, besties in the post. So I think post. that develops. I'm very excited. I'm something so happens. excited to see that. <laughs> yeah, let's connect those dots. Something's, something's going to happen. I bet you Tamara is like pitching like, girl, you we got to get a Real Housewives up in the north. And I yeah. think you're the right girl. Yeah. I think Janelle's trying to work that. We need a Midwest. And Tamara's old school, so she's probably got the cred to like Absolutely, out, she so. can do it. Uh, you know, they're We're going to call in. it here first. Yeah, We're going to see Janelle. Every Housewives franchise needs a real estate mogul, so oh Janelle gosh. fits that trope. Perfectly. Totally. I would love to buy a house with janelle as my agent. with janelle I, I will say i watched this episode with adam and every time janelle talked she has some great moments in this episode but every time she showed up adam was like who is she i'm like you don't uh, even know how can you, you not know. this know. is a legend he needs to be educated he needs to get he needs education. to watch season six we will give you our paramount plus if you oh, need to watch yeah. season six of Big okay so you know they keep filing in and we get talk from a few people about mm-hmm. groups or alliances in at this breakfast in the, in the talking heads. CT notices the alliances. He talks about the housewives. He mm-hmm. you know says it's very obvious, but it would be nice if one of them was murdered. <laughs> then we kind of get Janelle <laughs> running through the different cliques, the which I think holist. really sets the scene for yeah. the tension. Producer Janelle. <laughs> Producer Janelle. <laughs> Janelle is the narrator uh, at this yes! point. In this I season. think she is the narrator of this yeah. season. You know, totally. she says there's the Bravo girlies, which are the mm-hmm. clickiest. So it's all the housewives plus MJ. Plus MJ, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you have the gamers, which is like the challenge people, Big Brother, uh, Survivor. the survivors, yeah. right? And then you have the faithful. So the Bergie, uh, the John. Uh, and then she says Kevin, mm-hmm. who's, and says specifically says that Kevin is a dumb faithful. 
Her words, not ours. <laughs> Isn't it so... F- I did not expect Kevin to be the Ryan Lochte just here for a good time. But they run with it all episode. The only time we see Kevin is eating, eating. open mouth. Yep. <laughs> or just like... And- <laughs> Like, just, ten- yeah, like just, tennis matching people's mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. This, I, I, episode four. You're already getting the Emmy for best casting. Yeah, I don't know. What to tell you. They're setting him up to be like a big goat right now. Yeah. Totally. Like totally. he's like major floater vibes. Doesn't really mm-hmm. contribute a lot, and is like constantly talked about in yes, but I, interesting. Not like Ryan Lochte, because I think everyone knows that going in with Ryan, but at least he's like a hype man, so he's like lovable and like yeah, a fun time to have around. Kevin's not Kevin that. does not <laughs> give the same vibe. That. Not at all. Where's the fun? <laughs> uh, so, you know, they file in. Larsa comes in after kind of everyone is is starting to get <sighs> seated, and she's, you know, Larsa is like the center of her own so show. Good. She's so putting good. herself in the middle here, and, you know, she points out, you know, everyone in my circle is murdered. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time before all of my allies are murdered. They're coming for me, and it's just like... <laughs> okay it's so good sure. it's it it is this this is what i love about the reality show tv editing is that sometimes you don't know what's going to happen at the episode right like you mm-hmm. you just have to kind of plan out like for producers they just have to plan out the day and then see what happens but there are these things these self-fulfilling prophecies that just mm-hmm. come out and you once you hit it you're like I have the episode. That's it's it. done. That's and it. it's so good that Larsa said this because it ends up becoming about her. <laughs> yeah, it becomes so like good. her episode, basically. Yeah. For oh, sure. God. And then, surprise, surprise. Surprise, Ekin surprise. Sue walks yeah. through the surprise, door. Surprise, surprise. And the reactions from Dan and Parvati. Dan looks so excited. Like, he's mm-hmm. just thrilled to see Ekin Sue. Whereas Parvati looks perplexed about <laughs> yes. what yes. exactly is happening um and then john comes in you know obviously no one was murdering john mm-hmm. people are like is john gonna get murder he and comes john's in, the last one to arrive he's the last one mm-hmm. no murder so who's dead <laughs> so when ekansu's name was up i uh parvati when parvati tells the other traders there's this like also this moment of phaedra kind of like oh lord not i can sue because she was one of like the two name two people that wrote i can sue's name the night before Last episode, so, yep. it doesn't already, be, it doesn't really become it doesn't become a thing but no. it's it's a moment for phaedra to yeah communicate maybe it's also position the the phaedra poverty tension is building right and that's just like the beginning of it but i will say to phaedra's credit she is thinking about all these things that could point it to her (laughs) in a room where no one is truly pointing anything to her because even when the housewives things that called out at the banishment it's not her that people are Mm -hmm. curious about it's larsa and yeah and and mj so i think that and that i think that's kind of what poverty ultimately ends up pointing to later but we'll talk about yeah. it at the end yeah yeah so then alan comes in and uh, oh wait there's <laughs> yeah there's suspicious poverty the suspicious poverty <laughs> poverty's pouting is is a uh, uh, if yeah, you were a person you... watching like people's acting tics i that i would call she 
loves to pout. So, so some of you might, some of you might know that you know, like a, an often cited tip for a great photo is to say prune. That, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a Mary Kate Nashley tip, right? Pruning. Yeah. I think, mm. I think we now have Parv as a new one uh, yes, because, her, because Parv is pruning all the time. Yes. Very, very, all the very memes well. on Twitter have been like, someone give Parvati some glasses because it looks like she's trying <laughs> it's to either glass the memes room. or like smoldering memes. She yeah. is squinting. Yeah. Yeah. Squinting in confusion. <laughs> squinting in cunt. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> serving squint. You better not serving be serving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's squinting. She's confused. But then Alan walks in and one of his best, you know, one of his best looks. Gosh. Now, I just real quick. This is like the base of what he wears all episode, right? I think and everything so. else is yeah. a yeah, kind of just is, modifying this. Everything look. is dolled yeah. on and off of him, paper dolled on yes. and off all day. So good, so good. Yeah. This is like this is what comes in the box. So he's like clothed, mm-hmm. and then everything and then, else just you <laughs> buy the extra. Stuff. The cape yeah. is on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. He, the accessory pack is sold separately. Mm-hmm. So you know, then he he reveals that the murder took place in plain sight, and that it's going mm. to be a slow death kind of like a, a poisoning for whoever has been mm-hmm. impacted by you know whatever happened the previous day mm-hmm. and you know then everyone kind of starts spiraling as to what what exactly that means uh and you've got those those post-breakfast discussions where you know everyone's kind of pointing the finger you know kevin's discussing uh tamra saying <laughs> that kevin that she wouldn't uh Poison Kevin because he's annoying. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin said I was eating everything, so it could it could have been me, right? I think this is where the, we get that. Yes, moment. Yeah. It, his talking head is literally he lists everything that he ate, and it's yeah. so funny. So if something was poisoned, uh, it was going to be him. Yeah, he's convinced. Uh, he's yeah. convinced. And then then everyone kind of leaves the room, and, and then you start to see them splitting up into smaller groups. So you, you sort of have the Sheree, Larsa, like housewife segment with Ekansu and, and Kevin also present. Mm-hmm. You know, Larsa then starts the, the trope that becomes this episode of it's got to be an alpha, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be a male. What do you think <sighs> about this alpha discussion? Because I don't see it in the formula I that don't she's referring see it. to. I also don't see it in that room. It doesn't feel like there's, if I was in that room with them, I don't, I'm not like, I would say the only alpha truly was probably bananas in like the presence. I don't get that from CT at all. I don't get it from anyone else. My other thought on that is in other game show or, you know, reality competition shows like Survivor or Big Brother, when you're talking about an alpha male and maybe challenge, but again, I'm not a challenge expert. The alpha male is usually referred to as like the physical threat solely. Like they don't the contribute mats. socially, right? Like they're they're the the brawn. They do. Yeah. They they're the muscle. They're the horse. They do the work. Whatever. Like we need them in the physical challenges. Bananas and CT and Dan, like they have social skills in these yeah. games. Yeah. So like, like that's for like when we think about alpha males in this environment, like we don't even have one. Like alpha male was probably Max. Yes, I. It's just very interesting for Larsa to pick it out because i think she's on the right track of saying yeah. there's it's clearly a man because there's so much less of them now mm-hmm. 
And it could be a gamer because the gamers ain't dropping. (laughs) Because the gamers are not going. But I think she's, it feels misplaced of what the word she actually means is. I think she, she means like a man that's kind of pulling the strings, but I don't think Alpha's And none of these are playing overtly either. No one is being super, you know, audacious and and big and loud. Like no one in this group is. So yeah, it's a little, yeah, we might be conflating some terms here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it was just very funny because they kept saying it. Over alpha and man over over again over. Episode, and then it, alpha some man, like a little man. micro thing is you even hear trishel pick up that line alpha male she talks about it in a confessional thing of the episode and i'm thinking like is she only saying this because she it's only been like because it's in the, the water today <laughs> yeah, yeah i think so because she describes someone else as it. she describes ct as an alpha male and i'm like whatever <laughs> no he's not girl he's just he's in the same spot as you mm-hmm. yeah it's very very interesting but i mean larsa runs with this so yeah, so you know, Larsa even takes the girls over to to the breakfast room to look at all the the pictures. All the on faces. The wall let's go to the board. Pointing. Let's go yeah, to let's the board. Let's go to the board. Let's figure it out. <laughs> you know, and she kind of she kind of narrows in on on a few people, but mm-hmm. we're uh, gonna come back to that after yeah. the mission. Yeah. Um, and then you know, Trishel. You know, they're kind of talking about who poisoned me. You know, who Trishel, poison- Yeah, what's the poison? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, you know, Trishel says somebody offered me wine, but I can't remember <laughs> who. This is also goes back to my. This must have been a long night, sort of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what she's talking I about, about Ek and Sue. Yes, this is what I've noticed about Trishel. She she loves to make when she and when it clicks for her head that something could be what's going on. She makes it so loud, so open, like. I remember getting wine. I don't remember who, but it was Ekansu. It's, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, it, I it's don't kind of know. pick me energy. I, it I is. don't even know how she got to Ekansu. It just seems so yeah. random. It's one of those like girly things where it's like, I don't like Ekansu, so I'm going to blame her sort of thing. Yeah. But then we go to Janelle and the talking this, head. This talking head is chef's kiss. I Janelle do, I is do want fully a like. Uh, I want a confessional count because there's someone. I, I'll find it. There, yeah. Yes, I want someone who in the Instagram post who like counts how many times <laughs> yes, we people need that. have done We need the table. Traders, because traders US stats. Because this episode, Sheree has her very first talking head mm-hmm. since the show oh started. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so then Janelle says a series of one-liners about so Ekansu. <laughs> Ekansu sucks. She says Ekans a black widow spider, which is ironic because yeah. that's, ironic. that's that's Parvati's thing. thing. Yeah, that's hers. Mm-hmm. She said she's a bad actor. She's <laughs> a phony baloney. I mean, just all of these things. All of these things. It's so Ekin. good. She um, hates her f- for I would say for, for no reason, reason. I don't but know. obviously because they fought they she but tried she, to steal her she her shield <laughs> but that conversation right. bl- like goes in perfectly with her look for the day so if you show mm-hmm. the next one <laughs> mm-hmm. bam it's yes, so good that then we you know we split off into these different scenarios i can just imagine the producers telling them to split up and go yeah do these hey things. guys go do this go outside and play croquet please yeah <laughs> who has a croquet set fine it's just like i need a group in croquet i need a group still eating let's go yeah, yeah. Who wants to, be who's that? done and can go outside so tell us <laughs> yep. about this look yeah so as soon as i saw the croquet set up i thought okay well we all know the reference for croquet is heathers uh-huh. and then we get Janelle outside playing, like leading the group, holding court outside. And I feel like I feel like we're starting a, uh, a section of the pod here where it's like, what movie is Janelle featuring what in movie? her look? Yeah. Like, what is she referencing? And I'm sure it's unintentional, but I think we get a great Heather's moment here where 
Um, Janelle is like, she's got this big, beautiful, like varsity oversized sweater on. So um, good. It's she looks great. <laughs> She, she looks really does. Good. She looks so good. She looks good. Uh, holding the croquet mallet. Um, and everyone else is really just around, almost in awe. Yeah. <laughs> no one's really playing. Yeah. Everyone's like, is this like mini golf? Bergie's <laughs> yeah. out there. Bergie probably doesn't know what's going on. Sandra uh, is there just listening, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Poverty's there. Uh, CT is there featuring Donk, which I've seen some yeah. Donk discourse about CT <laughs> on the CT. internet. Um, so there's that. Um, and then, then, you know, Sandra, they kind of walk back in, you get some, some, uh, Parvati Sandra talk, but you start to wonder what happened to Sandra's forehead? Yes. So Sandra has like a mark on her forehead. This is definitely, it's like, it's redder here in the most. And did you guys find out? Did you find out? She mentioned on Twitter. Yeah, I think so. She fell during the the previous mission so i guess the night before the graveyard one the graveyard heist yeah she like which i mean that i'm sure that happened to a lot of people yeah <laughs> it yeah. was dark there's a lot of things on the ground so she's like she's fine yeah she's okay what are you, how are you feeling about sandra how sandra's doing so there, there's more sandra bits this episode but yeah, after yeah. this episode i'm like sandra's in kind of a good spot she is isn't she you know because this she's been what playing happens. the middle mm-hmm. yes this is how she won her first two seasons like the, this is how she does it i want like i want to come back to this because she, sandra's pretty pivotal in setting up what the round tables yes this episode absolutely. and manages at least from what we saw to untouched. escape untouched totally. and so she is i think I, I mentioned maybe last week that we get just enough of sandra to tell me that like her time is still coming which means like mm-hmm. she's in this but mm-hmm. she's she's doing really well she's super well positioned yeah. yeah i think she's playing a much slower game mm-hmm. than you know parvati kind of has to play a fast game since yeah, she's yeah, a totally. trader now but you know she's doing a good job of being friendly with the housewives but yeah. truly being in the gamer click of yeah. it all kind of feeding them information about what the housewives are saying so let's see if that kind of progresses in the next in the next episode yeah so then kind of the last part of this post-breakfast discussion is you know dan and parv kind of meet up in the kitchen and say like hey at some point we're gonna have to throw phaedra out of this uh out of this game yeah by putting a target on her what this is bold right right away yeah so early it's a little early but you know they're obviously recognizing that of the three of them she's going to be the last found out right yeah and they're going to be targets before her because of their reputations right so Mm -hmm. you know dan's kind of setting up poverty to sort of kind of take the heat for whatever they're planning to do towards phaedra yeah which you know we'll see how that plays out yeah I just I wish they played this out just a little longer. Like they I wish they waited a little bit to pounce, but I do I mean I it makes sense for Dan. The numbers for the men are dwindling and mm-hmm. his name has already been called out. So he's like in survival mode right now. Yeah, yeah. he's he's trying to get the he's trying to throw the heat off of Yeah, I mean Larsa's got him pegged, basically. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Woo! So so from there, it's time for today's mission, this episode's mission. And um, I think Alan says basically like dress for a funeral. 
And this and is where she does, girl. And she does. And she does. So Alan, uh, you know, at the, the next time we see everybody, we were outside of the castle. We're kind of at the entrance. Uh, Alan says dress for a funeral. And uh, she does. So she looks amazing. She's added on a cape, another cloak. We have like this. Be- we see a lot of veils now because we're all preparing yes, for funerals. Yes, a lot of veils. Um, and we find out that this mission is really to find out ultimately who was murdered in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And so we get like a pre- processional setup with like carriage with these black horses. Um, and the 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 challenge for the group really is to what the walking, the walking, and yeah. Phaedra yeah. going. This is so weird to me, but as a funeral directress, I feel right at home because yeah, Phaedra what? Parks owns a funeral. Oh my God. I didn't she, know that. I didn't know that yes. either. I thought it was a bit for the traders. No, she owns one. And when she said oh. it, Adam and I were like, that's Dag. right. Phaedra Parks oh is a funeral directress. Yeah, what, what doesn't this woman do? She is. Ah, this is what I'm she saying. Is she mogul. is set up for. She is set up for success. She is set up to be like to take the, to take it and run with the show, right? Yeah, and so, she's so good. It's going to be so, very interesting to see if she rises or if someone bests yeah. her. So. so she. So the the challenge really is they've got to answer. So they have to answer these questions about mm-hmm. the group, basically, and. Um, the answers to the questions will be players that are still in the game. And if like those, those players that are the answers are safe. And the, the idea mm-hmm. is we're trying to dwindle down who is potentially murdered by the traitors in plain sight the night before. If they can mm-hmm. figure that out before the end of the challenge, like they will win $20,000 for the pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but immediately Tamara, Peter and Janelle are safe because they had a shield yes, the night before. They got shields. It's almost like we'd forgotten about the shields because I know uh, me too. So much happened, but <laughs> when so the chalice was going yeah. around, I, she looked like she was going for Peter. I was like, Oh my God, she's going to kill Peter. And I was like, wait, no, but wait, it makes you wonder if they would even, I like, I wondered like, did the shields work in this moment? Right, right, right. Um, but the shields only work for murder oh, the shields are for, for murder, murder not, yeah. for banishment. Banishment. Yeah. not for banishment yeah. uh and we also have before we get started we think we have a great we have a great cutaway from a comment from tamra where she's like she's the one who speaks up and says in her confessional like this is pretty great like this if, is if, if, my if I have, or when i have a funeral like i want black horses i want a carriage i want looks and you know i think i, I agree with her like i never imagined what mine would look like but this would not be this would, this would be yes, I would yeah. I would welcome this. Now <laughs> the one thing I was I was worried about this because if it's gonna lead up to the end of like I was afraid that whoever feels like was poisoned or ha- makes the connection that they're gonna be the ones that are gonna die. I was afraid that they're gonna be like, I got a drink from this person and this person and blah blah blah. Like, but they play could, it really safe. Yeah, which and is good. I'm sure there was some guidance around what could be said and not you said. And like, you really can't yeah. talk unless you're talking about the questions. But um, right. the last thing before we kick it off is Alan says to the group, I think this is a great line where he says, watch for some Emmy award winning acting. And so I'm sure because and there's this whole theme, this, this episode in particular about people saying like, well, they're overacting. They're really acting. acting. Like, I think they're acting like they're a traitor. Well, that their way they're acting is suspicious, but I do think and Alan's Tamara line Janelle is, talk about acting. Yeah. And I think, well, you act in your show. Well, I don't act in mine. It's like, whatever. Uh, you're all acting. Even you're, you're acting, acting in this show. It's in mafia. This show. It, you're, you brought costumes to play a game. Like, yeah. you are acting. I mean, well, think about what the wardrobe prompt was. Yeah. For, for this, this is acting. 
so i mean yeah. yeah in the in the in the setup of looks like on drag race you know they had to get like funeral look like <laughs> excessive like opu- opulent funeral opulence, that's it yes opulent funeral realness opulent and, funeral realness and the, the boldness caption. of mj wearing like a white and black and yeah. she's the only one in white and i told adam was like she's from shahs of sunset i, I like, love yep. <laughs> I, and i love all of the veils the veils are so oh, veils good are and so over the top good. Um, yeah. But back to Alan's line about that, I thought that was really interesting because I wondered, like, is that a little bit of shade because he's often been nominated for acting Emmys, but never won? I think or everything. It, yeah, it's all tongue in cheek. Yes. Yeah, I, and I, I, that's why he's a great host. And I really mm-hmm. hope he gets a, a host nomination. Next and time. it is it is also a good reminder that like this show is is it's breaking the wall in a little bit of mm-hmm. like in, in the fourth wall in that sense of like we can acknowledge like that this is all a production and I yeah. kind of like that because it's what makes it good. It's what makes it it's like why we believe it, especially with a cast like this, we believe it yeah. because it is so ridiculous. And the fact that Alan kind of just cracks that totally. open and just like acknowledges it, I think is, is pretty great. So the, the best part ahead. of it is that like people are, we know the conceit, we know the act, but they are treating it like it is life so or serious. death. And I that's mean... the best it is. I mean, it. I think. I think. And the Apple versus term is thrown around a lot, but it is camp. It's camp. It's camp. It's camp. Is it camp? It's camp. Is it? But is it camp? It is a camp. So Susan Sontag from the grave was a was a consultant for the show. I mean, literally from the grave. So is it? Also, is it? I mean, is it camp wearing black and white? Anyways, okay. So question one is the first question they have to answer is. Players that are safe were born in the same. I know what you're laughing about. Players in this. Players that are safe are born in the same year as someone else. And so you you quickly start to see the group discussing like, well, when were you born? When was I born? I was born in 1980. This. What about you? What about you? Uh, and so Dan and Kevin and Larsa and Sandra are are the four that are going to be safe. And you get this amazing <laughs> confessional from Sandra. I'm pretty sure this is like the confessional heard around the world in this episode. Yes, this was the first clip that I saw before I yeah, watched the episode. Where Sandra says, you know, that's really surprising to me that I was born in the same year as Larsa because I think that she's like 10 to 12 years older than me. <laughs> like, oh. And then like shade button plays in the background right there. Yes, mirage, Very. mirage booty, booty <laughs> pressing the shade button in the back. It's Very so that. funny. It's yeah, so they're funny. both, turns out they were both born in 1974, 74, which would make them 50. Crazy. 50. 50. Yeah, we were talking about they were 50. I mean, I, and... I believe it, but the audacity of Sandra to say that is just <laughs> about uh, Larsa uh, Pippen. Yeah, yeah I'm, not sure. about Larsa. I'm not sure. I wonder how much um, Sandra knows about Larsa outside of this show. Probably not. little I mean, to nothing. She could. I mean, maybe she watches Housewives, so maybe she knows. But I would, I would guess not a lot. I guess not. Yeah, Sandra, I'm sure. It's... Sandra lives her life fine without knowing what's going on with Larsa Pippen. With about, yes, so. she shows up yeah. to her once a year convention and she, <laughs> she goes home. Check. Yeah, that's totally. It. Uh, and she keeps that title. So yes. that's question. That's the first question. The second one, um, the we have the perhaps the same cast that was the drummers at the at the first episode. <laughs> they are now singers. They are so the, now funeral choir. So the yeah. casting. So the casting notice was percussionist slash choral singers Must slash sing willing <laughs> to be like funeral directors like that was the that was the casting notice for this season of like background actors maybe there'll be more we're gonna add to that 
call sheet later, but that's what I we have so far. I think they're going to do the same thing with the season with the masks again. I think yeah, that's so gonna also go. willing yeah. to wear a mask, but the call yes, sheet is, yeah. is long. So yeah. we have a choir singing, essentially asking, like, who did who did Johnny Bananas trust the most? And I think it's it's, it's, it's very pretty obvious, obvious that, it, be yeah. very that it's obvious. CT. Of course, Trishel says, well, it's either me or you. Again, Trishel's like, what about? It's all about me. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me or you. And it's, I mean, it's, it's Isn't it's it CT. funny? She keeps trying to bring this up. Like, CT and I don't like each other, but we're forced to work with one another. And I, I'm not a challenge girly. You mm-hmm. guys aren't. One They've of done- our listeners is a challenge girl and was like go off in the chat please tell us Uh (laughs) leave us the comments drop the receipts we will watch the clips Uh, isn't there isn't there a confessional where trishel talks about ct being a little bit too bro-y during the challenge their challenge yeah they she talked about this later in the episode yeah they did it she says i thought this was interesting she said we did a challenge together which i think just tells you that these people do a lot of challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they did like a drum. season. Yeah, they did a season I of the mean, challenge. It's, it's it's wipeout, right? With voting. So. <laughs> oh, I call it 2000s American Gladiators. Yes, it's <laughs> American of, Gladiators, yeah. absolutely. With with voting with normal mean, people. <laughs> with reality stars in their post career. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh so that's that's question 2. So then CT is safe, jumps on the carriage. Um and then we're like brought to the final question, which is so basically, if you were wearing red during the Scarecrow mission, the Scarecrow so challenge. episode two, um, then you're safe. And so that's again, these are not hard. These are not hard no. questions. These are not hard questions. Uh, so Bergie, Sheree, John, and Phaedra are then safe, and that leaves us with MJ, Ekansu, and Parv as uh-huh. the potential victims so this was where i was really scared because parv even says it like i feel so isolated and 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 yeah like i feel like everyone knows it's me mm-hmm. that i am a traitor because and those producers sure it. did write some questions that would leave her to be there in the totally end. totally <laughs> sure. but no one but again but no one suspects no one, no one is suspecting because everyone is thinks it's like <laughs> everyone thinks it's like no. and mj is the victim that's what they think uh-huh. they think oh, Ekin Sue is the one that murdered mj which again MJ. On what Why? Basis? Because what up ground? until this point, they've been kind of close and clicking. Kind of we haven't same, seen anything yeah. between them. So, again, this tells us that either they're way off or there's way there's a lot we're not seeing. Meanwhile, um, Ekin Sue is convinced that it's her correctly. Yeah, she mm-hmm. thinks it's going to be her. And there could have been a lot of people who said that. And that's just the kind of clips we're getting to build this mm-hmm. kind of tension up to the murder. But <clears throat> um, so then we're kind of brought to the end. And so we get. Another buried alive moment, which you know is another yeah. beat we've got to hit on this show. Uh, and at this point, there's like one final task, which is everybody now has to vote who they think is the victim. Yes. And if they get it right, they win the 20k. If they get it wrong, they get nothing, and the person still gets murdered. So it is it's an all or nothing. Um, and the first one to vote, I think, is is CT, and he says it's MJ. Basically, says like. MJ is really outspoken. Yes, um, loud. Yeah. She's not very. I think he says loud. She's not. She's not really well liked in the in the house or in the group. And then at that point, no one wants to stick their neck out, and so they just kind of pile votes on. And it's it's this thing we see in reality shows a lot, where we just see unanimous votes because no one wants to to do something away from the group. But um, totally. yeah. so we're dropping 
black roses they are dropping black roses in these this is coffins. the most macabre camp <laughs> ridiculous here's the thing that i'll say about the murders of traitor of the traitors and it's they do these b-roll of them getting ready for bed right like in a classic mm-hmm. murder and then they'll get a letter and then they find out i wish I do wish there was a camp death for each of them that they pre-film, and then they'll just play that for I mean, us. kind of like oh. in, uh, we kind of get that in Dracula. Yeah, like the Dracula murders. Yes, 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 yes. That I almost wish, because it what there was something fun about Ekansu finding out it's her gasp <laughs> close to the coffin, you know? Yeah, but I almost slam. wish it's... everyone had that. <laughs> and you, you've got, um, you know, Alan kind of pacing behind the coffins yeah. with his oh, staff alan like, who is was it gonna be loving this episode you acting, know. acting with a capital a oh. and like you know just the reactions to them oh my god we're really doing this they're getting in coffins you see that there's a shot of janelle uh reacting after they lay down in the coffins i think we have it <laughs> <laughs> with her bestie tamra with, with her, her bestie tamra BFF there we go. tamra her yeah, fr- future uh friend sister. of <laughs> future friend future of, friend of. Yes. Um, and, and so they're voting, you know, they have to, they have, they, they have to say why, which is a very, uh, who should go home and why moment. So we get, you know, potential, some sources of drama and the fact that they're all putting everything out there about MJ and MJ ends up staying because we know that Atkinson's murdered is really interesting Mm -hmm. because now it feels like there's all of this talk in the, about MJ, yeah, in the, in the group about why people don't like MJ, why she's, why she would likely be murdered. Um, and then, you know, Alan dramatically, like we said, reveals that it's actually Ekansu and just like <laughs> slams the coffin shut. It's really great cinema. It's um, so good. Yeah. And then you get, you know, the reactions of Harvey and MJ surviving and then you get the group. What? Oh my gosh. And I have to imagine that the like producers are saying, okay, one more time. We're gonna react to this yes. because they're so ridiculous. Yeah, like, so many just, can we turn that up about yeah. like three more notches? <laughs> um, so Janelle says, "What's going on?" And and say, I think you made this. Note. Sandra m- does not miss a beat, and she says, "We just lost twenty thousand dollars." <laughs> yeah, Janelle says, "What's going on, Sandra? We lost twenty k," which is <laughs> so Sandra. So Sandra, right on, right on par for Sandra. Um, they bury the coffin, ashes to ashes. Uh, Alan throws the dust because now he's also, you know, now uh, she's yes presiding over the burial. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been ordained, which is interesting because in season one we see him in a confessional box. In season two we see him now at he's a burial performing last rites. Yeah. So I'm thinking like <laughs> next. So next season are we going to see him like performing a a, a marriage? I don't. I know. think there's going to be a black wedding. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that would be yes. so. Okay. It's yes. gonna be Fergus, and then we're someone. like we're writing. <laughs> yes, we're writing all of who is marrying Fergus. Oh yeah, yeah. the winner. Have to marry the winner. Yeah. We'll have to marry. We need Fergus. to file this away with all of our like season three guests. Wish um, list. <laughs> wish list. Yeah. So they bury the coffin, and then uh, we head back to the castle. You know, however many minutes later or whatever. Obviously, it's dinner time, and this is where we get the discussion kind of leading up to banishment. So at dinner, I was watching this with Adam and he was like, wow, they're really going off on this funeral concept. They're having like the catering, the catered funeral afterwards too. Like they're eating at like the the church hall. And I was like, no girl, that's and how they feed them their every well, episode. But I think that's the great catering things. They take their food out of That's a great uh-huh. noticing from Adam and that like they're having yeah. 
dinner after because in is their great. funeral At, yeah okay producer adam okay thank you it's it's really great so they're probably funeral potatoes you're right because there is yes a little it's looking a little homey this uh it was this giving episode. biscuits and gravy like it the was way giving, kevin I was, was that scraping this plate bitch. i was this guessing plate. like dumplings of something like chicken and dumplings of yes, some sort it was something soupy or Hardy. saucy uh-huh yeah. uh-huh you can tell wow. it was maybe I'm, it was southern food if it I'm gave that vibe it back. what's the scottish equivalent of google's scottish equivalent of funeral potatoes uh anyways <laughs> so so we get fingers and mash yeah so we fingers get um we get a couple seeds here that are really going to set up the banishment mm. um discussion at the round table so we come back to this strong man discussion um from larsa and larsa kind of gathers up all of the women several of the women including sandra and phaedra mm-hmm. and the other housewives and says like we've got to figure this out and sandra's like well let's go look at the look at the board basically let's, let's go, go look the at the let's, go to, let's the go to the board and it's it's a beautiful <laughs> shot and here it is it's a beautiful shot where they're saying well it's it can't be them so they're funny. not smart enough no one suspects them it's either and and like they've been saying they suspect it's either dan or ct mm-hmm. but they leave that discussion kind of zoomed in on CT, CT, which is interesting because you know Larsa was very pro Dan before this. I don't know where the heat and attention comes from it's for this CT whole at this thing. point, but it's yeah, it's this alpha thing that they've hung on to. And then, I think they did a good job. Yeah. I mean, Dan's mo was to try and get heat off of him, and I think he skated by knowing that CT just has a a bigger personality. Yeah, but it at is some point, yeah. At some point, Dan must have addressed the feedback that he wasn't talking. That he's too quiet. Because that yes. was a big, big, big storyline in episode yeah. one and two. And now that's not being mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think in in a really, I don't know, this is like a pretty remarkable move here. Yeah. Sandra, Sandra's, this is like a big brother moment where Sandra like runs to another group or, you know, like survivor. Totally, this is basically totally. between immunity challenge and tribal council the moment scramble. where it's like the scramble about where the vote's going to lie. And I mean, which, which is what it is. It is like, a, that's, yeah. not, that's exactly what it is. Um, but Sandra then runs to the gamers, which she's, we basically believe that, she, you know, like that's the part, the click that she's really in. And she said, well, they said it, Sandra goes, it's either going to be Dan or CT and they're leaving mm. with CT. And so <laughs> Dan's like, well, we got to vote Larsa. And Sandra says, all right, well, we'll vote Larsa. And boom, boom. So that's it. We see Sandra floating, essentially playing both sides here, and it does not come up. No, in plain sight, she literally goes like you watch her. Yeah, like the the, like the it's like one corridor basically, and you see her walk uh, from one room, one group to the next. And basically, you you also realize that half of the show is simply filmed on security cameras. Yeah, just like in the hallways, in in the hall, (laughs) and in the bookshelf. Like they're all just the same shots, but it's. It's, I don't, I don't know why this is so interesting to me. Because, uh, and maybe it's because in any other show that we watch, and maybe we'll see it later, there would be the discussion after this discussion totally, of like, totally. how did you find, like, how did CT find out his name was like getting thrown around? And, you know, Larsa's not really there to, to drum that up after the management. But yeah, it, but it doesn't feel like that's really a thing unless it's like out of left field. Like sometimes they talk about like who brought up my name and let me yeah, let me defend right. myself to this person because they're still in such a hive mentality in this, especially this cast right now, because they yeah. haven't gotten a, a, a traitor yet. It feels I like they're just like, the, yeah, the ha- if there's the a house, name you run with it. That Housewives Bravo group, I just don't think is there yet. 
No. But it is like it's it's showing us, at least as an audience, that like Sandra is really well positioned. Totally. She's like getting info from one side, taking it to another. She's well protected. And we really see Sandra mostly kind of like huddling up with the gamers. Mm-hmm. Like that's who she's really with. Um, but it's just a great move and I think it illustrates that thing we talked about earlier, which is like Sandra's in a great spot. Totally. Her name has yet to come up at all. <laughs> Um, and then that's that's really where we get Alan saying, like, and now it's time for the round table. We get another mini look from him. Makes me think this was filmed in post, but um I think so too. The embroidery like, is great. Yes. The we hair, just need it's, like the, it's the pickup shots that you basically yeah. need to get after the fact of like, okay, we're gonna need these transitions, so we're gonna keep we Alan one day after production wrap or one day before production's over, well, you know. And, oddly enough, he's not in the cloak that all that he uses in all the other pickup yeah. shots. So we'll see if this look reappears <laughs> later in the season. <laughs> It is great embroidery, so if we, if we, it's, it's a nice embroidered trench coat, so. And then we get, um, we're basically ready for, for round table. The round table, the traders turn, the round, the turn table. The, turn, the round turn. table. There he is. He's back in his funeral look again without, without the adornments. It's just this sheer black, iconic blouse. <laughs> so we've got, okay, so I just want to set the scene, right? Larsa has set up for the housewives or just like in general but the closest to her are these the housewives that are saying mm-hmm. we're gonna pick ct ct's the mm-hmm. one sandra runs says ct or, or damn um janelle starts the discussion which is very mm-hmm. interesting because i think there was that little cutaway when they decide it's gonna be they're gonna go to the board I think Janelle like stays. She has like this reaction of like, oh, okay, Mm. interesting. Mm -hmm. As the girls all run to the board and and figure it out. Janelle is the one who immediately says that she thinks it's Larsa or points to Larsa because when they're trying to figure out who, when was the appropriate time to poison someone? Mm -hmm. Janelle says that because Larsa cheers for Marcus <laughs> after Marcus dies, let's say, hey, to Marcus, to Marcus. Cheers for Marcus. Yeah, cheers for everyone Marcus. Everyone drinks. So she, to her, she's like, well, that's suspicious because then that made everyone drink. To which Larsa's like, why would I murder my own boyfriend? And then Peter is like, girl, because it's strategy, girl, what are you <laughs> yeah, talking about? It is like a very, it, people would not suspect it. It would be a good strategic move. It totally totally yeah and now with the with with larsa being uh targeted that's where she comes off and starts saying like okay this is what i've been what this is the theory that i've had this entire episode basically i think it is an alpha man a strong alpha man that can like that can direct everyone and is telling everyone what to do and she thinks that it's ct kevin immediately is like that doesn't hold up for me. I don't think that makes sense. And it's weird. I couldn't tell if he was like, are you saying, are you defending yourself as like, I'm an alpha man, so it's not me? Or were they saying that he's not an alpha? It was very confusing because I think the zeitgeist uh, understanding of the word alpha, like we said, is different than how mm-hmm. it's being used in, in the, the house show. or yeah. in the group. Yeah. I was interpreting it as the group did not think that he himself was an alpha. Kevin, yeah, yeah. they didn't, yeah. And they didn't he, categorize as him. Yeah, as that. they were like, we don't, but but we don't mean you. <laughs> we don't mean you, Kevin. Eat your eat your bangers and mash. Yeah, <laughs> not you, girl. <laughs> so the, all of these names. Once Kevin starts talking, 
that's kind of like there's we get a little bit of this Kevin and MJ moment too, right? Where they kind of yeah. Kevin is like, it's not going to be a strong alpha. I think it's someone honestly like MJ, and basically he's like, frankly, I find you annoying, and I. He just says it. He just says it, and I. That is not to anyone that will ever play traitors. That is not a reason to pick someone as a traitor. <laughs> no, sorry, that's not how mafia no. works. <laughs> Again, really showing our uh, naivete to this game, I think, in that moment. Totally. Isn't it so funny? I'm curious, because you watched a little bit of the other international traders, right? Do these stereotypes appear? Is there a Ryan Lochte in every season? Well, again, UK, the only, I mean, we've watched Canada, which had a mix of, you know, non-reality people and stars, but Mm -hmm. UK is is purely non-reality stars. Yeah. And I don't. I don't think people really what you get in those I think is like a lot of assumptions about people's like jobs which is like what you get like the first time people are on Big Brother or Survivor is like well they're a lawyer so they're really smart they're a this so they're really that I think well they're a I think that's really what they're a nurse you know that's what you get you get a lot of like archetypes and and generalizations about people's jobs and backgrounds but but not no very interesting because that comes up here Miss Parvati is like, well, you know, there are people here that may be better at performing over than the other people. And when I think of performers, I think of the actors and I think of the housewives, like people in Bravo, to which Larsa was like, we're not performing. This is our lives. (laughs) This is our lives. Oh, my God. Yeah. Give me a break. Let's get. I want to do like a. Pause, and then it's like, well, <laughs> that's the moment where <laughs> that's it, and it truly. I mean, this becomes now like the the housewives are targeted, right? That yep. that they are a block that needs to be broken up. Parvati calls it out, and I'm so. It is so frustrating for me, as a lover of both Parvati and Phaedra in this show, because if <laughs> you, you are that tweet from today, I am. I am the world preparing for party gays versus Pedro gays <laughs> this mother off that is about to happen yeah, because meanwhile sandra gays over here sandra waiting for gays those two to take each other out we're playing the long game where we, yeah. we are sandra it. gays are loving it um because if you think about it all of this decision for poverty to like basically paint the housewives this way you could say stemmed from when Dan was like, we got to get Phaedra out mm-hmm. someday. We got to at least point the finger to the housewives at some point, which I think b- big picture, that is smart. Yeah, but it, it's just, it's showing to us because we know what's going on that Parvati is saying, I trust Dan more to take me to the end than Phaedra. I think, yeah, I think Dan and I can get farther. And a little bit later, I think I want to talk about janelle what i what we think about janelle and sandra's take on things i want to talk about that later i want to come to that later okay so the housewives are paired against are 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 pointed at and Mm -hmm. phaedra is immediately like don't do the housewives thing she says Mm -hmm. the most iconic line she says don't come for the housewives we're not a gang don't do all that poverty (laughs) it's gonna go in the like in the canon of like house lights <laughs> clips right so Parver-ty. good don't do that poverty <laughs> i just want to eat it up it's so and delicious it, I, I really want that moment paired with we don't act 
I they're mean, not actors. They're not performing. And what's this gonna is their happen lives. later and what's in, the turret. in the turret. <laughs> totally. Totally, totally, totally. So they start voting that we there are a few strays. Um Kevin obviously is going for MJ. Um there is Why? a big <laughs> big consensus on Kevin, actually, right? Like Kevin yeah. kind of picks up heat there from is one the housewives. Thing. Yes, this is the thing. Okay. Yeah. Housewives do not vote together. The housewives Problem do not vote one. together. That yeah. is the thing. You need to literally... caucus. Oh. You need to caucus before you go to vote. Sheree votes for John. Sheree votes for John and says, what John, I don't doing? John, I don't think you're the traitor. I just don't know. I can't decide. The I can, only don't know what's explanation going on. I have for that is that Sheree wants to be able to show up in any conversation and say, Well, I didn't vote for you. Yes, like I think she just wants to stay good with as Sheree's many blocking, people as yes. possible. She's, so she's trying to prevent that. But you're right. Like, if these housewives are really trying to watch out for each other, they need to be they need to be together. And, together. <laughs> and that was that's how alliances work. <laughs> if I was a person like like in the John Kevin Bergy Peter like Peter, I would be like they all didn't vote together. So I maybe they're not all. I think I think they're more susceptible. So to someone in there knows more. What that t- would tell me is that someone in that group knows more than someone else, mm-hmm. and yes. they're not all. They don't all have the same information, or totally. they're not all playing the same game because one of them game. is a traitor. Yeah. Yes. That's, those or there. <laughs> or there's multiple traitors. Who knows? I think other people. I really hope we get some reactions to the vote next episode me too i really really need the like post vote which is like that (laughs) opening of the the survivor episode of the big brother episode after Uh the eviction and the elimination you need the reaction we need we need that (laughs) we really need need that i need people to know i need i need people to be like wait they didn't all vote together yeah, why would Sheree vote for John? I want Janelle to say. Why would Sheree vote for John? They all voted for Kevin. They were all convinced that Larsa is the ringleader when she was the only one who voted for CT in the entire roundtable. Like, yeah, clearly not even. She should be mad at her friends for not helping yeah, her out. You really <laughs> get a little true. bit of that talk in the post, in the post with. Um, like the little bit. With CT and Trishel kind of talking about like, well, something's up with those. Something's up. We should, yeah, yeah, we should stick together. It's a good seed for some yeah. good foreshadowing. I. <laughs> so they vote. Larsa ultimately becomes the the big target. I think. I think what Janelle says really sets it up as like that is the most quote unquote damning evidence because that was a very clear way to poison everyone. Mm-hmm. If if. If you were to do it. So Larsa on her banishment says, um, you guys are are proven wrong. You're led astray. <laughs> My favorite moment um, was Phaedra <laughs> writing Kelvin, but she doesn't mm-hmm. pronounce it Kelvin. She says Kevin. No. Everyone says Kevin. She very Phaedra. clearly says Kevin. <laughs> this is why Phaedra Parks is so perfect on the show. It's it's so good, and I'm I'm disheartened that my faves are are pitted against one another. Yeah, they're doing great. <laughs> um, I mean, so so we talked about right that like there was no unity in in Larsa's vote, and the Phaedra obviously doesn't vote. Um, MJ doesn't vote the same way, and Sandra was the one who said I'm. In the talking head, I am close. I'm chummy with this with the housewives, but 
I'm faithful to the gamers is, mm-hmm. is kind of how she puts it. And so she's the one that votes Larsa. Larsa is banished. And in the banishment, once Larsa is banished, Sheree is so mad. She always has the most, She she's almost like the first reaction we get. After she is the time. first reaction. She's yeah. so mad We got her after time. Peppermint. We got her after Max. But it's so funny because she... She also was wrong, too. (laughs) She's also very wrong. And not voting with anyone. Not voting with anyone. So it's very... Again, I think she's just trying to keep eyes off of her with her vote. Earlier in the episode, I think during the funeral procession, there's a cutaway to her in in a confessional saying, I think we're about to get this, like, right. We're about to be on (laughs) the traitors. No, no, no. She is so far off. So wrong. No, ma'am. So Larsa is banished. Sheree is pissed. And I think this really sets up the now we are establishing non reality versus the line reality. has been drawn in this. Yes, non competitive reality, the gamers. Yeah. And at this point, the the housewives, but I think I'm curious if the housewives, quote unquote, will pull together also the 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 faithful. Like the, some mm-hmm. of the floaters. The floaters. Bringing some of the flo- the floaters in. And yeah. I hope I hope they do. I as much as I love Janelle and Parvati, I do want to see Dan get voted off. I'm sorry. I okay, want no, Dan out. Yeah, I want to see Dan has to go for Janelle to get farther. That's fine. Bye. Yeah. I will keep I Janelle. Yeah. Janelle, Parvati, Sandra over Dan any yeah. day. Yeah. I need to see I need to see Dan be bested. But I like I'm starting seeing to worry. him. I like seeing him kind of like not know what to do in a game that is so social. Yeah. It was so interesting for him to have to like cover his bases in that way. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. very interesting. So it's, it's so, yeah. So Larsa's gone. (laughs) Larsa is gone and we go to the traitor's turret and we Mm -hmm. know, we know that it's going to be tense obviously because Parvati Uh and, and Phaedra had their little uh, tiff. And as soon as they take off their clothes, Phaedra just looks at Parvati. <laughs> immediately. This really, is a, this really is a visual podcast. Just looks at her and says, oh. What does she say? She says, don't do that. We don't play games. She said right? that wasn't cool. Uh, that yeah. wasn't cool. Then Dan, that wasn't Dan says, cool. wait, what Dan happened? says, what? What are you talking huh? about? We, we have the play-by-play on our notes. Dan being uh, gobsmacked. Phaedra, that wasn't cool. Dan, wait, what happened? Which I hate it that he's he's getting away scot free between this two interaction. I'm so mad. Give me a break. (laughs) I'm so mad, but I can't help it because it's like, God damn it, that's so good. You, it's good. It's good gameplay. Let them, let them go after each other. And Phaedra goes in. She says, "No one likes you, Parvati. No one Mm. likes you." She said, everyone thinks you're a effing traitor. <laughs> Which we don't have we the don't background know. to build we up. So it's like true or not. Is we that don't true? know. But there could, I mean, we don't know that it's true. We don't have the background on that. But what if that's just like a seed Phaedra's trying to plant? Because she, if she's thinking about it, Parvati can't really go try to figure that out because it's going to just That's bring more thing. suspicion so exactly. she could just be trying to plant seeds in parvati's mind to exactly. help her to, to make her spiral so it could be it could be a really great move on phaedra's part parvati, to be planting that oh uh, parvati can't go to the housewives and, and verify this mm, no because no, they're just now, gonna be like why are you yeah what are you worried about are you worried because you're suspicious because you're a traitor like it, yes she's kind of cornered her 
Oh my god, the mother it's good. off. It's good. It's, it's good. So it's good. good. Yeah, it's Literally, good. Literally, part so Phasia says, yeah, so and no one likes you. Everyone thinks you're an effing traitor. We can be in this game together, but we are going to play fair. If not, you have more problems than the faithful. <laughs> I'm playing very fair with you. Don't do that to me. Both, Both of, of you. you. Both <laughs> of you. Scene cut. Period. Credits. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. Wow. wow. <laughs> clap, clap, finger claps, finger claps. My God. Good. It's really good. It's good. It's good. And you know what? You totally sold me that no one knows that's real. So Phaedra may have just planted that because mm -hmm. she knows I could go back and easily plant Parvati to yeah. Sheree, to MJ, to John, <laughs> to Bernie, yeah, and it is well, to Kevin. If she can get like, them all to, to vote the same. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, Par Parvati's, I think, position is, well, I didn't say you, and everyone was already, like, and Parvati could have known and might tell Phaedra, totally, like, totally. the group was going to go for Larsa. It wasn't They're about They're going to go for Larsa. Yeah. It was the and, Larsa out of all of the housewives. Yeah, and the, it, it's yeah. almost like we're just playing volleyball now of like totally. attention on housewives attention Our on time the game. and attention time. Yeah, yes yeah. And like, i could yeah i could very much see that as like we have to put some some spotlight on the housewives mm -hmm. or else like it is going to come back to you if you're going to if the four right. of you are going to continue to especially stay here. and if the three traders two of them are gamers so it's yeah, like and, we just have to even it out so so this is where I, there was a scene i think post post mission before banishment or, or post banishment mm -hmm. before turret time whatever where Dan, Sandra, Parvati, and Janelle are sitting together. So those those four are obviously close. Right. And we what we haven't heard Janelle say yet is, what if a gamer was a traitor? And so I really have to wonder if Janelle somewhere is thinking, okay, one of these people is going to be a traitor too. Like, it's got to be, like, it can't, there's yeah. no way, Janelle is smart enough to know that someone in that someone group of in four group. is a traitor just and I, like, that's like that's the like that's the thinking i really want to hear like that's the i want to hear i need to what know that that's actually happening i need though. to yeah. know that that's what she's thinking <laughs> well, but like i just i i think what she's probably doing it or, uh, this is a lot of speculation but it's like what i imagine she's doing is she knows in my in a perfect world she knows this <laughs> mm -hmm. she's smart enough not to say anything she's gonna stay tight so that Parvati and Dan or whoever the traders are in that group have no reason to suspect her because she's so loyal to them yeah. to, to be protected for a really long time. And that's why I think like she and Sandra are playing really well really good. yeah, because they're showing up really faithful to Dan and Parvati. So they don't want, they're not going to come up for murder. Mm -hmm. And if they're playing faithful, you know, Janelle and Sandra are probably thinking like, well, we won't vote for them because we want to stay on their good side for a while. So we don't have to worry about banishment either. So I feel like they're they're kind of using the traitors in that group as a shield without really knowing who they are. I just I, I really think that that's what might be they're going on. Low. And it's good. It's they're playing really good. Low. The only and... thing I would be really concerned with is that Janelle doesn't have any allies outside of the gamers they all think she's shelfish because she mm -hmm. keeps shellfish. going for the shield they Shel think she's clams for the shield <laughs> the shellfish for the shield we don't have a lot of that in minnesota <laughs> so somebody in this episode mentioned that they thought there were four traders two, two guys, women two that they are convinced two women. to i think yeah. it was I think it was in the housewives that. group yeah or, yeah is it janelle yeah. or a housewife i don't know maybe remember. it was janelle when she was it in the hallway there's a it's, it, in, the it's hallway. in that group of women when they were yeah. at the 
At the board. Mm-hmm. At the board. At, at the, the memory board. wall. At the, the memory, memory wall, wall trying to yeah. count votes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're going to start calling things. Yeah. I think with Janelle, I'm afraid for her because I think when she, it's time for her to act, the numbers will already be against her when it comes yeah. to the gamers. So I think unless her best. Unless she can get Tamara to protect her. She, unless she can get Tamara. So that's one side there. So Tamara is kind of in challenge. those combos saying like, yeah, no, it's not Janelle. Janelle's a faithful. It's not Janelle. Like totally. as long as she can keep, if she can because get Tamara to kind of vouch for her, then we'll be okay. But if Janelle keeps voting for Housewives, that's not going to help her case with Tamara. So that I'm not is sure what's what I, that is what I think the biggest asset for keeping a, for the Housewives in this game. They are loud yeah. and they, people listen. People will listen to them. They're rallying votes. They're leading conversations. They're like leading they're... conversations. Yeah. And next in our fantasy casting, which we will do off season, like mm-hmm. there's going to need to be a few housewives. So I'm going to need, oh, totally. we're going to need to do some research need about, about who it's going to yes. be. I don't <laughs> know if Bethany Frankel will do it, but my God. Mm. I think I've please. seen a lot of discussion for Luann and I think that that's probably a good choice. Oh, that's definitely a good choice. Mimi um, <sighs> is like an obvious choice. I you know like, who I uh, don't want involved? Me. Andy Cohen. I'm sorry. I don't think Andy uh, should host the reunion. I think it should be no, Alan. I agree. <laughs> I think it should be Alan or Suri. <laughs> oh, that would so be we'll, fun. These will all be bits when we get later in the season. We'll get there. We'll get there. But if if Andy hosting this show is what keeps it kind of in its status mm-hmm. on the network, we're fine. Because I think we saw that like the like uh, premiere episode was up what 75 percent 75 percent over season one which is like totally for a streaming platform like for this a streaming so show, yeah it's tough if if andy being involved keeps it in nbc's good graces like he can have the reunion and also and he's probably a key to getting people cast that's the thing i think yeah. andy's the one that's that's making sure they're in but he probably left that reunion last year and said we need to get some housewives on this show yeah and you know what we're all reaping the benefits so he can stay <laughs> he can stay this one time only at least it's just one episode <laughs> yeah. um the thing with uh the discourse online so there's one that okay so janelle we said it was on tamra's podcast and they were going in on how bad Parvati's acting was already in this episode. Mm, we need to listen. We try to save all reactions till after we record. <laughs> I saw, I just saw that one clip because Tamara okay. was going off on like, she just looked so fake. It was so clearly that she was like pretending. And Janelle was like, oh yeah, totally. Which makes me think, did they, it's just them reacting to it. Or they're kind of like planting a timeline in our heads of like, they probably were already could so, tell so, because yeah, you, even if Parvati is great, like when it's when you're just looking at three people, it's mm-hmm. you can see those that uh, crack. Yeah. So I'm I think Parvati is like getting a, a very thankless uh, run as a trader right now because she is getting all the heat and she's doing yeah. all of dance. Work. She's all the work. She's getting all the screen time. So she's going to yeah. leave this series this season fine regardless but i think totally we're we're gonna have to see how it plays out game wise yeah we're gonna Mm -hmm. see um there was that and then also um obviously it was like the bravo gaze and the um the bravo gaze and the survivor gaze were going after each other (laughs) but then you know the gays who love both are eating it eating the show up so So one more observation before we move on to alan looks uh (laughs) For anyone who watched Big Brother, Dan famously had a funeral. And here in this yes. episode, we are experiencing a, a funeral. funeral. Just Another these little funeral. cinematic parallels that for for the people who've been in it for a while, 
Yes. It, it, it really means something to us. It does. <laughs> and for the people who are involved but not uh, not used to the, the competitive reality show format, maybe like Ari and Quentin, who Ari <laughs> oh on gosh. an Instagram story got asked, still like, better. have you talked to Siri? Oh. And he's... And Ari was like, no, I still, a lot was cut out, but I truly think that was like a dirty, underhanded uh-uh. move, whatever, Did blah, blah, blah. And then Did Quentin reposted it also and was better. like, also yeah. better, like, that's right, diva. And da, 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 the, da, da, da. the best tweet reaction to that that I saw was those clips of like the last episode of Big Brother where you get like Suri and all these like silly green screen like vacation mm-hmm. photos in on the, like a in the beach robe, and her iconic like, robe Suri watching Suri watching Andy and Qu- or Ari and Quentin go off on Twitter she's like she doesn't she cashed the check it doesn't she the check cleared the check, the check cleared the check cleared who, who Elaine Stritch who cares dot gift like who yeah. cares it's so good <sighs> okay um we are going to select our favorite Alan look Alan's bonniest look I mean, the funeral, it's the funeral, right? So for right? those who don't know, a bonnie is a positive term in <laughs> Scottish slang. You just have to tell everyone if this is your first episode. <laughs> so this is where we toot our favorite look. I mean, it's kind of this one, it's right? It's the processional. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I would Full say adorned. for sure. Fully adorned. So let's, okay, if we all agree, let's pick one. Do we have a shot of, of them all in one place? Oh yeah, go to the last. The last slide actually has. All oh, of she does for all, today. all of our Luke's. Listen. <gasps> oh, there she is. Uh, you, this is my special. I make, I make decks all day long. Okay. Decks for <laughs> days. Decks for days. Period. Um. Okay. I'm Period. Gonna... <laughs> I mean the yeah the the post post show recording that um is not giving it for me. I mean, it really is just the same look because I oh so, he has a little jacket in the first here's line. the here okay so let, let me let me push this further. Which piece of the look is the best for you? What's the it's, best micro piece? What is that called? That little thing with the tassels. I don't know my Scottish. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't either. know. God, I don't, I don't know what. Don't um, do well, this. while we're looking that up, I'm gonna say for me, it's the shirt. <laughs> the shirt with the pussy bow is the standout oh, item. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's called me. a a a spren a spren. It's Scottish for purse. There you go. Spren. I could sure. probably have it. Pretty- Whatever. Pronunciation. The pussy bow is definitely. I think the sheer shirt Sprung. is is such a sleigh. Sporin. 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 All right. So that's for you. Yours is the pussy bow. Yes. Yeah. I would have guessed that, but I would go with. I think I'll take the the vat and the vat the hat and veil. Oh it yeah. Is, yeah. The the accessories. He also usually wears these. I don't know what they're called, but they're like the like half gloves that just like cut off on his palm. Yes. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. He looks great. (laughs) Nominate the costume. He does look so good. Costume design for Nemi. Yeah, we'll also. Uh, Sorry we're here, but we're going to take it. uh, (laughs) Just for one season. Just for one season. Just once. It's okay. It's okay. All right. We've come to the favorite part of our show. Who are we most faithful to? You know, I don't want to keep changing my answer every episode, but I gotta say Sandra. Yeah, why? Right? Just because she's in a great spot. She's doing great work. She's doing great work over there. <laughs> like advocating for her reality competition girlies. 
but also being friends with those housewives like she's positioning herself so well Mm -hmm. she's playing that low and slow game that she's so good at. she kind of identified who was in charge she's like making friends with both sides yeah she's Mm -hmm. playing a good she's like quietly social she's not very outwardly social you don't really hear from her that much at the round table Mm -hmm. but she has connections obviously yeah what about you rj arjo What's smart about Sandra is that she's also not leading who the finger should be pointed at, which I think also helps. Mm -hmm. She is just kind of like... Never offer a name, but always take it. But always take it, yeah. It's mm-hmm. I mean the Sandra anybody but me DS Twine right like it's that's mm-hmm. how anybody she's won two seasons. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> this uh, is so really is it Sandra tough. for you. This is really tough, but I think I'm also gonna go with Sandra. I wish yeah. there was one episode where we could all individually pick different people, but I know. It, I'm getting tired of the Instagram posts being two faces in one. And I wish there were six silly portraits on that. <laughs> It would be obvious for me to say Janelle because I have said a lot about what she's doing well. But if I mean, if mm-hmm. the, if the purpose of the question is like who's playing the best game, who's uh-huh. most well positioned, it is Sandra tonight. Oh my god! It makes me think that like some well, of these who people, are you most faithful to? Who am I is most faithful to? Just Janelle. do it. Just say it. yeah. I mean, you're most Janelle. faithful to Janelle to a yeah. default. But we're like... talking about episode per episode. Yeah. Who and are you most episode... faithful to this episode? I'm going to say Sandra because I know Janelle's got another episode in her later. <laughs> I think just Janelle's gonna, like, episode is coming. Even it's, though yeah, she's done a great mm-hmm. job yeah. kind of owning the shields whenever that, like she has a moment every episode. That's great. Yep. But I think there's going to be an episode where she. Yeah. I will go Sandra on this one. I it, think, okay. I really think Tamara and Janelle are going to get Dan out. That is my That's possibility. So I, I like I said, I think what we're not seeing is Janelle looking at the gamer group and thinking like, which one? Someone, which someone is here. Mm-hmm. And to that point, because she doesn't really know who, she has to go outside that click to get the numbers. And so yeah. I think you're right. Somewhere there's going to be a conversation where she's like, it's a gamer, but it's not me. So it's like, I need one of you to like throw the name. Right. And Tamara, I'm sure Tamara is going to be like, let me Let's be the one. It. So yeah. when that episode happens, we will be Janelle. Mm-hmm. But for tonight, we'll be Sandra. I do oh think God. we need to take a moment to reflect that last week, RJ, you picked um, your girl. Larsa. I picked Larsa. Larsa as I was most faithful to. So <laughs> you didn't see this coming. <sighs> I did not see it coming. But to I will say Larsa had a great kind of like Peppermint. She ran the whole arc of the she episode. Larsa yep. ran the whole arc of this episode. She did a great job. And at the end of the day, if they do that for me, I am fully satisfied. I was mm-hmm. fully satisfied with what I was able to get from Larsa. This yeah. Episode, this like like we said about, like we said about Peppermint, I think that there's so many people in this show that we love. We are so mm-hmm. loyal to, like we are legitimate stands for that. Like we know someone has to die. Like Phaedra would say, like <laughs> yeah. someone has to die. But it's like, if we can be satisfied with that performance, if they get those moments, then it's like, it's enough for us. And that yeah. tells you how good the show is. Totally. If we as an audience yep. can be satisfied with someone leaving like that. Leaving. Totally. It, it's I think Definitely it's way more show, than the first the season, the right? Absolutely. Like, yes. First season's banishments and murders felt like an afterthought. We're here. It's, yeah. it's a moment every time, which is mm-hmm. really nice. Which is really nice. Yeah. And I think the the only other thing we, we talked about this last episode, but like there have been it was put out in a trailer that next episode we are getting a returning player. We are. 
And so what we have to wonder is like, is this because Deontay left? Is this because it was always the plan? I don't think it was happened quick enough. I think it would be way too fast to where they just called her. The rumor is this was always planned. Yeah. And it's going to be great. I wish we wouldn't have had it spoiled. Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah why? Would why they, did they why announce would they it? Say? Because they didn't need. I don't think they needed it. The they show was doing do great. The by only itself. thing is that they. I mean, it was episode. It was announced almost immediately after episode three. So maybe mm-hmm. they weren't sure what the reaction was going to be. But if they had waited like a day, a day, hold on to that trailer because it, it, people would have been eating it up while they were waiting for episode well, five. Yeah. But yeah, or it, just it, like in a full surprise. Don't even. Like yeah. you just wait. Tease somebody. You just need like an extra knock at the door, and it's like, boom! It's Kate. Like it's Kate. Yeah. And the show, right? And the episode, right there. It's it's great. Um, I am so excited. I love the show. It's keeps so juicy. Better. It keeps getting better, and I'm really hoping for. I I do want to see these traders to finally be voted out, but I wish it stand. Yeah, it's <laughs> I really yeah, hope okay. It's, I I think yeah. Keep I my think... mother safe. <laughs> He's definitely, hey, we, we, I don't want to wrap this up, but like he's definitely trying to like, he's trying to have Parvati and he's happy with Parvati, yeah. Parvati and Phaedra going back and forth. He's also kind of with Parvati on saying like maybe it's Phaedra. So he's trying to he's trying. find the way to get either of them out. But the problem is as far as the house goes, his is the only name, only name that's been floated. Truly. And that's really where it's going to hurt. So Truly. I think one of them's got to go soon or is going to have to go soon and it will be. If it if Dan ends up leaving, you know it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for Can't sure. Wait. Can't wait. Well, Joe. All right, Joe's another job. Job well done. Joe's Thank you, everyone. Well done. We did it, Joe. Uh, <laughs> we did. Don't forget it, to tune in next week. Until then, stay faithful. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Universe.